0: Hey, Faith family, welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Calvary Bible Church, welcome back. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. We're in the 30s now, uh, episode wise. Wow. Yeah. How about that? That's really good. With all this time we have spent together.
1: That's good.
0: It is good. Um, you know what else is good? My jokes. Um, what do you call you ready for this, I am this has to do with not. this? has to do with fear. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good. Don't this be such a curmudgeon. Um, mm-hmm. What do you call someone who has a fear of giants or what is like, What is that called? the fear of giants? You're not going to get this one. If you didn't get last week's, you're in no way you're getting this one. The fear of giants. Gargantophobia. Okay. You have the N. There's a phobia. Phi <laughs> Fi Phobia. Phi <laughs> <Good. laughs> Fi Phobia. Uh after next time Nate calls me, I'll I'll drop that one on him. He's probably heard it. I don't know. I feel like I might get him on that one. We'll see. Um, I'll let you know, but I know you probably don't care. So um I'll keep that to myself. All right. So, I wasn't here this past Sunday, but I did listen to the sermon. You did. I did. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ready to roll for today. Week 2 of the Barnabas series where we're in the second uh, Old mm-hmm. Testament, mm-hmm. second and last, right? Mm-hmm. Um so Isaiah 41. Mm-hmm. Uh could you give me just uh I mean, I did listen to it, but can you give me the sermon just in a sentence snapshot?
1: yeah probably uh, probably the best way to do that would be to say that uh, because of the special relationship that God has created for us with him mm-hmm. uh, then we don't have to be afraid because he's here to help us okay something like that so we yeah. don't
0: have to be afraid and he tells us in this passage to not be afraid mm. right? do not fear
1: yeah so the the you know my phrasing of we don't have to is probably too soft you, as you just pointed out, Mm -hmm. probably a bit soft. We have to, it is a command. It's one of those commands that he gives us that shows the radical nature of what he's doing in our lives Mm -hmm. because that is such a strong emotion to overcome.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's dive into some questions here. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first one is this, uh, just trying to, uh, get an idea of the way that the world copes with fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we touch on some ways that the world tries to cope with their fears? So, God gives us, you know, the command, fear not. And then he has some of these reasons why. Yeah. Uh, I am your God. I will strengthen you. Mm-hmm. I will help you. Mm-hmm. I will hold you with my righteous right hand. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get to that at the end mm-hmm. uh, of this episode. But, what are some of the ways? that we, that you see the world coping with fears?
1: Uh, one of the, I, th- I think one of the things that we face is, uh, anxiety. Uh, so anxiety apparently is a way for us to handle our fears. Hmm. And it manifests itself probably in the way in which we think about and dwell on what's scary for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, there is a tie in, uh, to either a week or two ago, but I think, so that, that's one thing that it seems like Christian and non-Christian share this method of dealing with fear. Okay. We get anxious and we begin to think about, um, so we begin to think about what if, Mm -hmm. what if this happens, Mm -hmm. we begin to think about, um, here are some potential scenarios that, that could you know, that could uh, develop. So our thoughts, our anxious thoughts would be one way of handling fear. Okay. And I doubt anybody is thinking, I'm handling my fear this way. I think that's just a human way to handle it. To react to it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, do you want to jump in now? So, you know, that's the, that to me on a spectrum, I would put that on the passive side of thing. The active uh, side of thing would be uh, humanity in general, when faced with fear, uh, you know, where do they run to? Um, so what what's their place of refuge mm-hmm. that they run to? So, um, it, it you know, it could be, you know, they medicate uh, to help them with their fears. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be uh, that they... Uh, they find a safe place for them. Um, uh, What's the, there's a thing I think called comfort food. Mm -hmm. Would be Is another one of those, you know, somebody that's fearful maybe could go in that direction. Um, So there are some active ways that uh, we uh, we do that. We cope with fear. And then finally, I think just for the sake of our discussion, uh, another active way is people actually fighting their way uh, through the fear, mm-hmm. Act, actively, uh, aggressively planning their escape or planning their uh, way to overcome their their particular fear. Um, those are some, you know, I think those are some things that people do. Mm-hmm. I have a quote for you.
0: You ready? Yeah. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I picked this up and I think there's some, I think, um, I think there's some truth to it. And I think I know what she's getting at, but she said this to what you just said. Mm-hmm. I think being fearless is having fears but jumping anyway. I think being fearless is having fears but jumping anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I think maybe that ties in or connects to that, that we're just gonna we're just gonna go anyway. Mm-hmm. Recognize, and I think you said in your roller coaster illustration that mm-hmm. to a you know, some kind of a human level, we can't erase fears or just nullify them completely. Mm-hmm. You're going up to the top of the roller coaster. You're afraid of it. Mm-hmm. You can't just have someone say, don't be afraid. Right. And, and the fear it. is gone. Yeah. Um, so there's some things that are scary mm-hmm. in life. Um, and that would be maybe an approach
1: to coping with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have these fears, but I'm just mm-hmm. going to jump anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the honesty of that quote because that keeps the fear in play. And then I would say, uh, you know, if whether uh, whether the roller coaster idea or uh, Taylor Swift's thought of jumping, I think in our text uh, what we're doing this week is we're saying, you know, whatever fears we have, if we're in the roller coaster car, then according to our text. Um, fear not for I am with you. So put him, put him in the car next to you, which would have been a good thing to, you know, uh, uh, little Travis, uh, young Travis Nathaniel. When if he gets into that car and he's got, let's say, you know, he's got Tim beside him, his dad. So he's, he is afraid, but he's got his dad with him. And so he's going to go ahead and ride. And there's fear there, but he's going to get through it because of who's with him to use Taylor Swift's idea. You know, when you're afraid, uh, or being fearless means you're afraid, but jump anyway. But yeah. you're jumping, but when you're jumping, you're jumping in tandem. And in this yeah. case, in our text, God is holding, you, you know, you and God are holding hands, jumping off. I think that's more human and more real to say that the fear is there, but the faith is there. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, it sounds like she was probably, uh, Taylor Swift was probably not going in that direction. No. So I would say in our text, you know, beyond Sunday, what we want to do is we want to experience our fears with the faith that God is with us and he's being our God, which means I am afraid, but he's with me. He's promised to be my God, which means he will not allow whatever it is that's scaring me to take me away from his plan for me, you know, something along those lines. Yeah.
0: I'm tracking with you. And so, uh, to get back to that quote for a second, Mm -hmm. to, to jump, even though the fear is still there, that could be fearless my thought also went, it could also be stupid. And right. Sometimes the fear is something that you shouldn't jump into. Right. So the stupidity could be a part of yeah. that too, not just yeah. courage and, and grit, gritting and yeah. getting through it. Yeah. And so I think that's, uh, you know, to curb, to take what's honest about that quote, mm-hmm. but to put it in the context of a biblical mm-hmm. understanding yeah. and worldview yeah. is to say that, Uh, Even though the fear is there, I'm going to move forward because I have a God who is with me, helping me, going to uphold me.
1: And and this is a great point you're making because the moving forward or the jumping off the cliff Mm -hmm. needs to be something that is in the will of God for us already. Yeah. That this is something that God is taking us through. This is not uh, we're not deciding to leave his will and do something that's foolish. Mm-hmm. We're talking about walking with God in the world when there's scary things happening. And, um, but we're walking with him in his will.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, personal question, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll answer it too. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things do you think bring the most, bring about the most fear? If you're going to make a top five list of things that scare you most, or even just in, in general, maybe not for you, things that, that people are genuinely afraid of. I can get started because I gave it some thought. Yeah, go ahead. Want me to? Yeah. Um, The death of a loved one, Mm -hmm. especially when it's sudden or unexpected.
1: Which you've lived through.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. if I were to lose one of my kids, Mm. that's a scary thought. It is. Absolutely. Just a scary thought. Yeah. Uh, So that would be one probably at the top of my list. Mm -hmm. Um, Being excluded. FOMO fear of missing mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being kept on the outside. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that sometimes, uh, can be a scary mm-hmm. thing, feeling like you're not a part of mm-hmm. a group. Um, and, and this one, this one actually might, you know, be second on my list, but, mm-hmm. uh, being a failure just just mm-hmm. failing. Mm-hmm. The fear of failing as a husband, Mm -hmm. as a father, as a pastor, you know, whatever your occupation Mm -hmm. is as a provider, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, fear of failure. So Mm -hmm. we'll get to, you know, the application beyond Sunday in a second, but I wanted to try and get some of these out. Mm -hmm. And I think some others, um, you know, like we've talked about COVID and and the virus, like for me particularly the fear of dying or even COVID taking my life, Mm That's something that you know if I were to get deathly sick maybe it would it would probably strike me different, mm-hmm. but at the moment, yeah, it's not probably on my top three mm-hmm. um the unknown, the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. what's out there, the fear of the future what's
1: coming next, yeah, the certainty of it,
0: yeah, you know, how are things gonna turn out? Will yeah. I be prepared? How are my kids gonna turn out that kind of mm-hmm. fear so so anyway. two of the
1: two of those would be in my top list, okay, I, the two that you mentioned. Uh, certainly the fear, fear of failure in those realms that you listed mm-hmm. that would, that's certainly at the top of my list. I yeah. just, just pray so hard that I don't finish poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one, uh, that the whole uncertainty of what's, what's around the corner, there's no guarantees of what the blessing of God looks like. And although I've been fortunate to enjoy it for all this time, there's no guarantee that it lasts there's no guarantee that a church will always flourish. Mm-hmm. So many factors involved. Yeah. So the uncertainty of that, the uncertainty of what ministry would look like in the future, and all that—that's. I think that's a part of. Those mm-hmm. would be a, a couple of the top ones. Yeah. And I could certainly think of some, um, you know, some others, but, you know, just failing the Lord, uh, not to make this overly sound overly spiritual, although it, you know, sure <laughs> it should. Yeah. I just, you know, I just hate the thought of. Hurting his reputation, mm-hmm. doing something uh, like an idiot that hurts his reputation, like, um, and then not to mention all the fallout, yeah. all the fallout mm-hmm. from that. So mm-hmm. I can relate to two yeah. of those in particular that you, yeah. that you mentioned.
0: Good. Yeah. Um, so I mean, ask yourself that question. You know, wh- what is it that genuinely brings fear to your your heart and soul? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think across the congregation, we we would get a dozen plus answers, oh, yeah. different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was thinking about ways that the world tries to overcome these fears. Mm-hmm. We talked about one of them, mm-hmm. just you know, just stepping forward anyway, mm-hmm. you know, just jumping. Um science and technology, mm-hmm. you know, you how many mm-hmm. times have Research. you said that? Yeah. The the brightest minds yeah. on the planet? best best
1: and brightest minds on the planet working day and night.
0: Okay, I missed best. Yeah. But, you know, I came close. The yeah. best and brightest minds, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. science, technology, I think Um, Here's another quote I I pulled up Mm -hmm. uh, from some research. This is kind of hitting at this idea that humanity, if we can just pull our efforts together, uh, we can overcome. Uh, So this is a guy named Chuck from this organization called Move On, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think, I don't know who they are exactly. But he says this, when a community starts to listen to each other, Mm -hmm. pull together and work towards a common goal then anything is possible mm-hmm. and so pulling together mm-hmm. having community those yeah. are those are good things and,
1: and they have great potential
0: yeah um, but mm-hmm. there's definitely a limitation there I mean to me that just smacks of the Tower of Babel right kind of a pride
1: right and so the you know the truthfulness of that is that God himself had the same assessment of their potential-hmm
0: yeah you know, God right you, if you're you, tower you know of Babel. That text mm-hmm. so
1: God himself says humanity has immense potential Mm -hmm. to do whatever they have their mind set on.
0: Yeah.
1: The problem with that, that, that is, is the the missing element is that's humanity without God at all. And so in our text, that's very similar, by the way, to what was happening in Isaiah's day when Isaiah speaks to these coastlands and he reports for us that the coastlands, they see evidence of the sovereignty of God, but they deny it. And so they Mm -hmm. say to each other, everyone says to his neighbor, you know, be strong. Uh, Everyone helps his neighbor and says to his brother, be strong. And then verse seven, the various tradesmen involved in idol making all help each other. Yeah. So you have, uh, you actually have in Isaiah that same mentality of Mm -hmm. we can do this. We can just pull our, you know, let's help each other and we can pull this off. And this off means, of course, they're looking for ways to, and they wouldn't put in these words, but they're looking for ways to bring shalom mm-hmm. to the, to our world. Yeah. And in a community that pulls together can do a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah, absolutely. yeah we just don't a, want to deny that. Yeah.
1: If it's missing God though, they're missing the whole, the whole point is what can humanity do to remedy the curse, mm-hmm. which is the result of rebellion against God. So, yeah.
0: All right. So to wrap this, to wrap this episode up, mm-hmm. let's take, you know, think of your own, think whatever was on that top top five list of your fears. Let's just take one for an example, the fear of failure, mm-hmm. uh, since that resonated to both of us. Mm-hmm. How does Isaiah 41, how does it guide us through mm-hmm. that kind of a fear?
1: So the first thing is to, uh, if I realize that my uh, my fear of failure is if I, if I see that as being failing to accomplish the will of God for me, mm-hmm. Okay, now I can say in this text, I actually believe what God said. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you, which means I can't fail to do his will. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the ministry might not suffer. It just means that whatever God means for me to do and to accomplish at my stage of life, Mm -hmm. his His help, his strength, and his upholding, his support, Mm -hmm. they're there for me. If I believe that, that will help me to cope with to deal with to flourish even with my fears of failure
0: okay he's going to help me so the person who's afraid of failing in their marriage
1: same line of thinking the the per and this is this is where this has to be thought through so carefully the person who's afraid to fail in their marriage needs to trust god for help to do all they can to make the marriage successful because Two people are involved. Mm-hmm. That does not mean that the marriage will succeed. It'll mm-hmm. mean that you will succeed in your task, and that's an, that. That's a huge distinction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, what we can't say is that God will help, and so since He will help, every portion of my life will reflect His blessing only no destruction mm-hmm. we can't say that right uh-uh. uh, we can't no say that at a church nope. because look at all the various moving parts that we have mm-hmm. and so you could do you could be doing the best job that you can if mm-hmm. someone begins to slander you sure then you're gonna suffer for that I will so mm-hmm. I think it's really important when you use that example of someone in a marriage they are trusting God for help to do their role mm-hmm. their part mm-hmm. whether the marriage succeeds or not that's That's not something that they can control and they have to, you know, they, they have to trust God with that fear.
0: So there's, God, I've
1: done everything I can. What happens if?
0: Right. And I think what I want to hold on to that you just said is there's something that they can't control. Right. So it, would I be okay to say, um, with whatever the fear is, we, we, we trust God because he's given us these incredible promises. Mm -hmm. Uh, we we do our part. We we follow him in his will. Mm-hmm. You know, we we work at whatever, um, just paths of righteousness type mm-hmm. living, and then the rest is in his hands. So we leave it in his control. We do because there are circumstances. There's factors at play that are outside of our control, and right there's nothing that we can do to guarantee right any type of a success or right. failure right or whatever that fear is of actually happening.
1: Yeah. And I just want to remind us all that the help of God, the strength of God, the support of God does not mean that there's times when we won't need comfort.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you, I mean, yeah, you see what right, I mean? To get back to the whole series, point yep.
1: is that the scriptures also provide us great comfort because in a badly broken world, uh, all of the help that God provides does not alleviate, doesn't alleviate any of the pain, mm-hmm. all of the pain that is in this badly broken world. So I just want to remind everyone that the help is there, the strength is there, the support is there, but it's in a badly broken world, which means there's still going to be pain, there's still going to be trouble, and God promises comfort in those things as well. Mm -hmm. you've experienced that, I've experienced that, and that's reality. Yep, it is. So we don't want to paint the picture that what happens to our faith is, our faith now creates this perfect, image of life, right with no, uh, you know, no discouragement, no destruction, all that. That's that's not what the scriptures tell us, as we'll see on Sunday. Uh, you know, that wonderful promise uh, when Jesus is about to leave his disciples and he says, you know, I've overcome the world uh, in the world. You're going to have trouble, but I've overcome the world. So you have that that mix that we experience.
0: Mm-hmm. So we take that, we approach our fear with faith at the same time, and that's how we move forward as a follower of of Christ, fear and faith together.
1: Yeah, and I would just say, you know, if you're working through a text like this this week, you know, Jonathan was saying, identify your fears, whatever they are. Just make sure you also say, since I believe Isaiah 41, 8 through 10, I am on mission, that my fears are being met with faith that allows me to continue to fulfill the will of God for my life. So the fear is not debilitating in that way. The sad part is the folks that are they're, uh, that they're paralyzed by their fear and they're not accomplishing the will of God, which means they're not receiving his help. And so whatever it is that God has for you to do, uh, keep doing that. And that's a sign that your faith is at work with your fears, and um, that, that that's mm-hmm. probably important for us to to think that through. Yeah. You know, what good. kind of mission does God have for us, and He's going to allow us to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's good. In a that's scary a, world. Yeah, very, very scary, and we don't we don't um, encounter quite the same fears that that Israel was mm-hmm. encountering. It's a different different context for us but the reality is still the same
1: yeah yeah we we still are in exile Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. good all right well that's a nice bow on that one so thank you um appreciate you guys uh listening and as always if this episode brought up uh questions by all means send them in or any any given sunday you've got a question uh during the sermon after the sermon feel free to email those questions to podcast at cbcmj.com We'll do our best to address them and keep moving forward together beyond Sunday. All right. See ya. Love you guys. Thanks again for joining us on today's episode. And remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.